As coronavirus-related school closures continue to affect education systems around the world, an increasing amount of educators are doing their best to keep their courses going online. In this effort, teachers have coalesced on Twitter around the hashtag #instructionalcontinuity. Many often hear and repeat that when it comes to online learning, fostering interpersonal interaction is one of the biggest challenges. But what exactly does that term mean? What does it look like, and what's the best way of going about boosting it in an online environment? Bloomsburg University professor Scott Mayhall tackles this issue in a recent scholarly article. Purposeful interpersonal interaction in online learning: What is it, and how is it measured? Was published in the latest version of Online Learning, which is the official journal of the Online Learning Consortium. Hi, my name is Henry Kronk for eLearning Inside. This is Ed Technically, our weekly podcast and video series. This week, considering coronavirus and the amount of educators maintaining instructional continuity online, we're going to get into Mayhal's article and discuss some of his points. So, Mayhal's article was published largely before mass school closures began affecting the U.S., but his words have taken on a heightened meaning in recent weeks. He writes, quote, "Educators often seek to replicate the dialogue that is easily achievable in their face-to-face courses in the online setting by utilizing discussion boards and similar technologies. Despite this quest for sufficient interpersonal interaction." Educators still lack consensus on which interpersonal interaction strategies best promote effective student learning and satisfaction. Often, faculty are pressured to increase the quality of their online courses, but are not aware of strategies to encourage students to interact. In other cases, faculty have been teaching in the face-to-face environment for years and are being asked to convert their courses into the online format without pedagogical and technological support. End quote. So in his article, Mayhal provides some select scholarship that has been published in the past decades uh, regarding interpersonal interaction in online environments. One of his first points is that interpersonal interaction is empirically good for learners. While some often repeated and accepted aspects of modern pedagogy are seen as inherently good and don't necessarily have rock-solid empirical benefits, here I'm thinking about things like social-emotional learning, for example, that is not the case with interpersonal interaction in online learning. Besides improved student achievement, interpersonal interaction in online courses has been associated with increases in perceived student learning and both student and faculty satisfaction with a course. The opposite has also been demonstrated. As Mayhel writes, quote, A three-year study by Cole Shelley and Schwartz that examined graduate and undergraduate student satisfaction with online instruction at a university discovered lack of interaction with faculty and with classmates as the main source of student dissatisfaction, end quote. According to Mayhal, beneficial interpersonal interaction needs to have both sufficient quality and quantity to make an impact on the learning process. 
Simply asking or requiring students to interact with each other and their instructor a given amount of times does not necessarily lead to the desired learning outcomes. According to Mayhal, quote, increased interpersonal interaction beyond a saturation point may not only add any benefit to students, but may actually be detrimental to their educational experience, end quote. To ensure quality in an interpersonal interaction online, evidence suggests it should be structured and purposeful. In the words of other researchers quoted by Mayhal, collaborative interactive learning environments, either online or offline, are quote-unquote rarely serendipitous. To explain this more fully, Mayhal breaks online interaction into three different categories. The first is purposeful interpersonal instructional interaction. This involves any interaction between instructors, learners, and their peers that directly relates to the learning process. Typical examples involve posting thoughtful comments on discussion boards or providing peer feedback on an assignment. The second type Mayhal identifies is purposeful social interaction. Though it may not relate directly to learning, online courses frequently involve interaction that helps develop a sense of online community. Learners and instructors may find points of common interest and interact accordingly, regardless of whether it relates to the course. Though these interactions might not align with learning goals at all, research has shown that more social interaction of this kind leads to higher course satisfaction, perceived learning, and even academic achievement. The third type identified by Mayhal is supportive interaction. While students respond strongly to socializing with their online class, they will also require support from their instructor. This can range between help accessing and completing certain assignments online to receiving grades and feedback in a timely manner. In addition to this breakdown, Mayhal also discusses a rubric that researchers have developed to measure interpersonal interaction and supports its use. Learn more about the rubric for assessing interactive qualities of distance courses, or read the full article in the latest edition of Online Learning. This has been Ed Technically. My name is Henry Kronk. I'm the editor at eLearning Inside. If you like this episode, please rate and review. If you'd like to hear more, please subscribe. Please keep in mind the show is available as a video on our YouTube channel and also as a podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and Google Play, and Stitcher. The basic content for this video first appeared as an article on eLearning Inside, and if you want to learn more about online courses, technology in the classroom, and edtech in general, please check out our site. It's updated daily. For everyone learning, working, and teaching remotely, please, from eLearning Inside, be healthy and uh, best of luck while maintaining instructional continuity. If you'd like to get in touch with me, please send an email to henry at eLearningInside.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at eLearningInside. As a final note, I want to announce that this week we launched an op-ed section on our website, we are going to be accepting submitted opinion pieces from pretty much any stakeholder in the EdTech and e-learning community. If you'd like to submit 
in op-ed, please check out our site and go to the op-ed section for a more detailed description of what we're looking for. You can also send those submissions to my email, which I just listed, or to contact at elearninginside.com. Thanks for listening.